Hey there, welcome back to the channel. In today's video interview, I am sitting down with my friend Ivo. He is a digital nomad and remote worker, entrepreneur, living in Phuket, and he's just visiting Koh Samui for a few weeks. So we're sitting down to interview each other today. He's the founder of a company called Digital Heroes. It's a digital marketing agency. Uh, they have a remote team uh, all over the world and stick around till the end. He's gonna share his top three tips to start a digital nomad lifestyle. Uh, my name is Ivo, I'm uh, 35 years old. I uh, lived most of my life in the Netherlands, but uh, in 2019, I started my, uh, my digital nomad lifestyle and uh, started working uh, or running a business remotely. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, my first destination back then was uh, Bangkok, Thailand. And uh, actually, since then, it's, Thailand became my base to, to work from. Uh, nevertheless, I try to travel as much as possible, either within Thailand or, or outside Thailand, in Asia and Europe mainly. Um, and it's also one of, as you mentioned, team members are all over the world, but not all over the world, but at least in, uh, in Europe and in Asia, um, mm -hmm. as we're mainly working for clients in the European time zone. Um, so uh, then, then it works out well with Asia and, uh, and, and Europe. Uh, by either working during office hours or working uh, afternoon and evenings uh, for the, the team members based in Asia, but uh, including myself. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm not an early bird and uh, I uh -huh. like to work in the afternoons and the evenings. Uh, at the moment, it's plus five. Plus so, five. Okay. so it's five hours earlier there. And uh, other clients are in UK, uh, which is plus six. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, in Estonia, Sweden, so yeah, all in Europe, uh, wow. which which works out well uh, as it is here in the afternoon. So you don't have to be taking calls, you know, at night or early in the morning. No. Some of my clients are in the U.S., so that's yeah. a twelve-hour time zone difference sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I know some Americans uh, who are also working from Thailand, and yes, they usually work late night or early mornings, depending on which time zone uh, they, uh, mm -hmm. they have calls in. But yeah, that can be really challenging. So yeah, in that sense, I'm lucky that I'm from the Netherlands, that most of my uh, connections are there and a lot of my clients are there. Um, yeah, and, uh, it's, uh, it's yeah, Thailand is it's popping up on a lot of the digital nomad hotspot lists. I think Bangkok's number one on nomad list now. Could be. Could very be, encouraging. Yeah. I think, you know, Koh Samui, Phuket are up there too in the top 10. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, so. those are great places to work from and uh, my, my two favorite places in Thailand are Bangkok and, uh, and Phuket. Mm -hmm. So those are the two places I, I spend most uh, time. Do you go up to Chiang Mai very often as well when it's not burning season? Well, uh, I, well, uh, I went to Chiang Mai twice. Uh, twice I went there for a week. Um, so uh, I, it's kind of funny because back then when I started my digital nomad journey, I thought like I'm going to spend a lot of time in Chiang Mai because it was the this nomad hotspot in, in Thailand, mm -hmm. but uh, funny enough, I didn't uh, spend uh, so much time there. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy to be in Phuket and in, in Bangkok uh, to to work from there. Yeah. Lots of people are going there now. Yeah, I mean, it's Phuket is... easy access, cheap flights from Bangkok. Compared to Lots flights, of co-working spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And compared to, yeah, yeah. And compared to flights to Kosovo, yes, it's cheap. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are more airlines available. And, mm -hmm. and as you said, I mean, it's connected to the mainland. So I usually drive from Bangkok to Phuket when I change locations. So then I can just Perfect. drive. And that, uh, that makes it really convenient to... Uh, to live in Phuket, plus Phuket is so big. I mean, mm -hmm. you you can't you can't be game over there. I mean, the, I'm still 
uh, seeing a lot of new places and of course once every now and then new places are opening anyway so yeah it's uh, it's uh, very uh, there's a lot happening there right so something to do for everyone Coast yeah. Moon, a little bit smaller not quite as many options to choose from and almost no good co-working spaces yeah, that's something that we're really missing. I mean, the the, the co-working spaces in Bangkok are the best, or mm-hmm. in Thailand, I would say. Uh, for example, I worked in WeWork, Saturn, uh, and the company in Sukhumvit Soy 23, if I'm not mistaken, or 21, uh, which are two great co-working spaces in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all over, the, all over the world, <laughs> and, uh, and they have, I think... At least two or even three locations in the, one in Tonglor, one in Saturn, and one elsewhere maybe. But those awesome. those those co-working spaces are like amazing and next level and uh, very professional. Mm-hmm. Compare and when we look at the co-working space in Phuket, there there are some nice ones. I used to work, I I work I usually work there at grind time. Yeah. In Chalong or in in Rawai. Uh, Great for working spaces, but it's not at the level uh, as of we work. As you would expect. But on the other hand, we're on an island and mm-hmm. uh, you have island paradise. vibes. It's, it's paradise, so uh, mm-hmm. nothing to complain about when it comes to, uh, to co-working spaces. How many hours would you say you work per week uh, on average? On average. I, I try to work max five or six hours a day. Uh, and the uh, average work week at the moment is between 20 to 30 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Pretty flexible. Yes, that and it's really nice. But I have I have been working a lot in the first, especially two and a half or three years. Uh, I was also uh, first involved in a school in Thailand and also f- uh, plant-based food business. So the first two and a half years, I was uh, working for three different companies or organizations, uh, including Digital Heroes. So the first three, two and a half, three years, I worked a lot. 60, and, uh, 80 hours a week, perhaps. Yes, uh, seven days a week. And uh, uh, there was not really a break, not really holidays. And mm-hmm. since a year or one and a half year, I have also more team members. And it's also, uh, I have been able to create more freedom and time for myself uh, and, uh, and, and enjoy the life. Well, you have a lot more time to just, you know, go relax at the beach or hang out at a restaurant, meet up with friends, those types of things, instead of just working nonstop. Yeah, all week. Correct. You have correct. more of a freedom lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. That's also one of the top three things I like about the digital nomad or location independent entrepreneur lifestyle is that I, I design my own life and my own agenda, my own week. I make decisions when I work, when I want to work. I want to make decisions when I go to the beach. I decide when I take a day off. Of course, I have team members to 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 align with. I have clients to align with or communicate about my holidays. But in general, I can make the decisions myself and. Uh, and that makes me uh, really happy to, to live this lifestyle and then being able to make uh, those decisions uh, based on my needs or what I what I want. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, it took me three years to, to get to that point as well. So Not an overnight success, really. Nothing is unless you put in the work and you're willing to take that risk to actually, um, you know, take that first step to start living the digital nomad lifestyle. True. So true. What, was, what was that first step for you? Well, the first step was uh, actually my my holidays to Thailand in 2018. So in, in 2018, I was traveling in, in Thailand for three weeks. Uh-huh. And then I saw a lot of people working on their laptops and sitting in cafes and people talking about this lifestyle. And then I started exploring or researching more about this. And back then, uh, I was uh, single, no kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have any mortgage and I had savings for a year. 
So I was like, okay, if there's a moment I want to set up a business again and want to see more of the world, then this is the moment and, I'm, and I need to do it remotely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I, uh, I found out about the, the digital residency in Estonia. And they they are uh, and there you're able to open a company in in Estonia and it's meant for digital nomads or location independent entrepreneurs to start a business and fully run it digitally. So there's no need to go to Estonia, except if you want to open the Estonian bank account uh, mm -hmm. with the traditional banks. Then you need, still need to go there, but all the rest you can do online. You just need to get the ID card from the from the Estonian embassy or a pickup point somewhere in the world. You get a card reader and with that with that card and with that card reader you're able to sign all documents online identify yourself online wow. and you don't really need to go to Estonia totally seamless everything can be done online correct correct yeah and, uh, and I've heard good things about Estonia as well like it's one of the most digitally friendly economies in the world correct 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 so uh, they they did a great job and they started this program in 2014 already so mm -hmm. uh, it's now nine, almost nine, ten years ago that they started. So uh, yeah, they, they really know what they're doing, and uh, it's a great opportunity for people like us to yeah. to run a business location independent. And, so this uh, is something to look into if you're if you want to start your own online remote business. Check out the Estonia e-residency program, and I'll leave a link in the description below with more information about that as well. So now you have your company set up in Estonia, right? Correct. And then that's you can pretty much do anything anywhere you want. True. Work True. with clients all over the world. Correct. Yes. So uh, as long as as long as clients are open for remote remote agency or or uh, find that uh, where we're not coming to their office mm -hmm. to do, to do the work or to to finish the project, then uh, then they can indeed work with us and. Uh, you can send invoices all over the world. Yeah. What are some of the things that you work on day to day? So I see you posting a lot of videos from co-working spaces. Yeah, going yeah. to paddle lessons and true, yeah, these sorts of things. So, so usually Monday to Friday is the are the working days. Uh, in the morning, I go for paddle tennis, or I go for a swim, or I go to the beach, or. Maybe I need to do some groceries or fix some stuff that I do. That's what I mostly do in the morning, mm -hmm. or sleep a bit, depending on uh, on what I did uh, the days before. Um, and then I like around I have lunch, and then one to three p.m. I start working, and then I work five to six hours on average. And uh, yeah, the the working day uh, could be some client meetings, meetings mm -hmm. with with team members. Uh, meetings with potential clients and uh, or, or discussing projects with, with team members so yeah different kind of meetings and uh, also uh, uh, always getting my, my inbox to zero this is one thing I am absolutely terrible at okay. I think I've got like a hundred thousand emails that have piled up over years well then I should and set, no then, folders okay then everything should, misorganized then, then I should share my training with you because I have <laughs> An Inbox Zero training. That's oh, actually that would be helpful. That's actually how the business started uh, in 2019, uh -huh. and also one of the learnings I want to share is like, uh, in the end, you you just need to start doing it and, and go for it and uh -huh. make a plan, and along the way you will adjust your plan anyway. Whereas in the beginning, my focus was more on giving trainings about email and time management, uh, and I also had this online marketing projects already, 
But uh, I thought there was a really a need for these kind of trainings. But then COVID happened, so I couldn't give the trainings in person anymore. Ah. I needed to switch to online. And in the end, there was less demand than I expected. Whereas mm. there was still a lot of demand for online marketing. So Makes perfect along, sense. along the way, uh, uh, I found out that, okay, online marketing is the, is the, the main focus or the main revenue driver. And uh, that's why I stopped focusing on the trainings um, and also the PowerPoint service we have mm-hmm. um, and, and mainly focus on online marketing. Are those still and, available? Like, do you have a website or yeah, yeah. where so, people can uh, find out yeah, more information? So all the services are still mentioned, so all the services are still mentioned uh, on the on the website as well. And we can uh, share the website in the, in the description. I'll put a link uh, in the description. Yeah. Digital Heroes, right? DigitalHeroes.global. Okay. So, uh, and we still have those services available. But our main focus is online marketing, and uh, we are positioning ourselves as a remote, 100% remote online marketing agency, awesome. and helping businesses and organizations to, with their online presence, uh, from transforming their website into uh, paid media ads uh, campaigns to to generate leads or generate awareness. Google Facebook ads. Google Facebook awesome. ads, uh, YouTube ads. Uh-huh. Uh, we do email marketing, uh, marketing automation, uh, SEO. Everything when it comes to online marketing, online presence, uh, we are helping our organizations with to make sure they they have they we contribute to the business, right? So that uh, excellent that their products or services are known by their target audience, that their target audience get interested, mm-hmm. maybe request some information, leave their contact details, and from then uh, from that moment onwards, it's up to the sales teams to to convert those leads into paying sure. customers. And uh, yeah, so awesome. that's how... Uh, then you also help people find their ikigai. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I- ikigai, yes. Ikigai. Yeah. Um, An amazing Japanese concept. Yeah. I previously interviewed Marcos, who I think is a mutual friend of ours. Uh, yeah, I've seen that interview. Yeah. He, he was talking about that in a little more detail as well. But tell me a little bit more about what is an ikigai. It's a Japanese concept and ikigai actually means uh, reason being. So mm-hmm. well, what is your, your purpose? What is your, your reason being? And uh, it, it actually, we, we will leave a description of a link in the description as well about this to have some more information about this. But it's basically about, okay, what do you love? What are you good at? Mm-hmm. What does the the world need, and what can you get paid for? If you can combine those four together, then you have your ikikai, your reason being, and then you can follow your passions and help uh, and help other people, or organizations with what you are good at, and yeah. help and deliver value to them. And in exchange for that value, they should pay you a certain amount, or you should be able to send them an invoice to make your income. Mm-hmm. So ikikai is an amazing concept, and uh, and it really helps helped me back then, but also a lot of our students in our school uh, in the south of Thailand, where I'm no, no longer involved in. We, we, we help them a lot with this Ikigai concept, including parents, including teachers, to find their real passion and to find their reason being and in the end make money with, with, with that what they are good at. And that is the ultimate goal, right? Find something you love to do that you can get paid handsomely for and yeah. enjoy your life. Indeed, 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 indeed. So, uh, and there's also a, a worksheet available which we can share as well. And this worksheet is kind of an exercise to come towards your ikikai. So, uh-huh. uh, so that helps people identify what they're passionate about if they don't know already. Yes. And, and all of the other three Correct, 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 correct. So uh, it is also something uh, my brother uh, used as well. I talked with him about his ikikai last summer. Uh-huh. And then he started working on this, uh, this uh, with the sheet and he... He, in the end, launched his business uh, last Friday, 
So wow. uh, he's uh, making a digital uh, just recently. Just recently, just he he uh, he spent also a good amount of time on the preparation and the on the launch. But uh, he's making a digital art and selling it as posters uh, online, uh, delivering in twenty eight countries in mainly Europe. Cool. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, cool. and 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 this all started with talking about Ikigai, doing this exercise. Answering those questions for yourself and make it clear for yourself what uh -huh. do I really want and what, what am I good at and uh, and then make a plan indeed to 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 make it happen. But where is he selling them on Etsy or he's selling them in shop? his web shop. Okay, he, okay. he has a Shopify web shop. Shopify, Shopify. Okay. So and uh, he has the the web shop and uh, yeah. So uh, and it's going well so far. Yeah, I mean, sales. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the first sales are coming in, and uh, of course, every beginning is very difficult. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is gonna be uh, a success. And uh, and and what I also told him, and in general, people tell to people is like, it's all about the the journey, right? The experience. I mean, in the end, you might not become that millionaire with 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 your business, but as long as you you you're happy to work on it you generate some income you can pay the bills uh -huh. um, doing pretty well as long like i would say making your first dollar online is the biggest hurdle yeah after that it's more like just repeating the process right and then you can get up to a hundred then a thousand true, true and just true. scale it up from yeah. there so it's funny you mentioned selling posters online because this is something i've recently started doing through my photography page on facebook I figured since I'm reaching like upwards of 5 million people a month, why not just post a beautiful photo and then send them to my Etsy store? So that's what I've started doing. Cool. And so far, zero sales. <laughs> okay, okay. But, yeah. uh, but beautiful pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know the pictures I've seen. Uh, and just keep doing them. it, right? Until you start getting some sales. Right? Get yeah. traffic to the site, get them to convert, buy, and go from there. True. True yeah, yeah. Just don't give up. I mean, I can't really think of a better place to do this interview. We've got beautiful island views outside and a beautiful, sunny, warm day. But a little bit too hot to do the interview <laughs> outside, so that's why we're doing it inside the house. What's some advice that you have for people that are looking to start the digital nomad journey, as it were? Good question, good question. So I would say I have uh, a top three tips and actually already gave, uh, gave one of those tips, which is uh, Ikikai, so mm -hmm. find your find out what you're passionate about and uh, what you're good at, what you love, what you can get paid for. That's the tip number one. Uh, and number two is like, make a plan, make a, make a business plan, create some small milestones with a timeline, with a deadline and take it from there. And um, important yeah, to transition from your current lifestyle, whatever that could be as a, as a employee, or maybe you're already an entrepreneur, but you're still working locally. So make a plan and uh, and and start start working uh, working on it, um, yeah. And that's actually the, the the third one. It's like start now, start today. We have always reasons not to do it or not mm -hmm. to start yet, but the, but tell yourself all the time the reasons why you want this. And the more you tell yourself why you want this, the higher the chances that you're gonna really start and that you're gonna succeed in this as well. So yes, uh, mindset uh, mindset is key. Mindset is. Looking forward to uh, to my uh, next uh, 
next destinations. You already have your timeline all mapped out like months in advance with a specific plan of where you're going to be at such and such date. That's a little things. bit on the on the time of the year or uh, from time to time I make the plans. But mm -hmm. for now I have plans until uh, until September. Yes. But where can uh, the people watching, where can they find more information about you online? Well, the website, social media. Yeah, so uh, Digital Heroes of Global is a website, and uh, feel free to reach out to me via LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn or, or email. And uh, I'm also happy to to help people uh, to start their digital nomad or location independent entrepreneur journey. Uh, so uh, yeah, feel free to reach out and uh, let let me see how I can help. Um, as uh, one of my goals in life is to also inspire others to uh, to change their lifestyle and to uh, to find their passion and uh, making sure they they are happy, uh, mm -hmm. which I'm aiming for for myself, but also for my family, for my friends. So anyone uh, uh, I can help with that, uh, I'm uh, I'm really happy to to do so. And uh, yeah, the Ikikai worksheet will definitely be a, a good starting point. This has been an interview with Ivo in Kosamui at his. A beautiful house he's renting here and uh, hopefully you enjoyed it please subscribe to the channel and with that being said take care stay safe peace from thailand